Welcome back to the No Offseason Podcast. This is the College Football Week 5 preview. I'm Ryan Rohalli here with Nathaniel Rohalli. And it's like a... You know we're a quarter away through the season. College football's yeah. almost over already. Quarter, I hate to break the to, to you. I don't think of it like that. I still got games that I'm looking forward to, so I don't want to think like that. Um, it's flying by, man. Week five's here. And it's like a... Um, if week four was your... With your drug, you're about to go on your, uh, what is it called? You're, you're having withdrawals this week, I would say. <laughs> I don't think you need to go that extreme. Well, I mean, this week's not great. It's kind of like week uh, three in that mixture. I mean, there's, there's some good games. There's always going to be like one to two good games. But, like, it's not like last week where you're from 11 to Right, you're just coming down off that high of that drug. Yeah. That's what you come, the come down. Yeah, so you know you you're not gonna get that many good games this week, but so I don't think you're gonna get a lot out of this week as much as you would hope. There's certain teams that you will say you say you say you could say this every like people will say it every week, but there'll be an upset somewhere along the lines this week that'll happen that will no, change. Like, there's, the there's, but I'm just saying like there's tests for like a couple teams, right? <clears throat> and then that's where you go. All right, this is where you put the cement. This is like a, a marker. In that moment, right? Like Texas right now. This is a big. This is their big week. To see where I put them in this. It put them in my mind. Like right now, they're three. They're three in the AP, five in the coach, right? Yeah. So like in my mark, I'm like, are they? Do they deserve that spot, or are they more in between like the seven and the fifteen mark? Like that type of thing, because Kansas is a very dangerous team. We'll get into that in a second, but like that, how does Notre Dame recruit after the devastating loss to Ohio State? Going to play Duke this week. Is Duke going to play well? Holy shit. Oh, wait. Oh my God. I think you have to pause it right now. No. What the hell? Well, we can just talk about this right now. (laughs) Dame Lillard has been traded to the Milwaukee Bucks in a three-team deal with the Suns. And the Blazers. So, we go... Aiden, Aiden's gone then. Aiden's got to be gone. Let's see what's going on here. Oh, uh, my goodness. Sorry, we are getting sidetracked. This is a college football talk, but this is breaking news, Is guys. he going to play for the Bucks? I don't know if he's going to play for the Bucks. Oh, Drew. Drew got traded. That's not a good Drew, deal for the Bucks. Drew they Holiday's, traded Drew. Drew Holiday's going to the Blazers. DeAndre Aiden to the Blazers. To money. Oh, God. What the hell Tomorrow, did you guys do? Oh, my God. Cap space. We need cap space. We got Nurich, Grayson Allen, Nazir Little. Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson. You couldn't even get like a Shaden Sharp or something like that from? That went in trade. No, we got Little. Jeez. Wow. That was bad timing for this. Bad timing for the podcast. Never thought I'd see the day Dame Lillard just gets randomly traded. But um, And it wasn't to Miami. Now, now the question is, is he going to play? Do you want him to play in Milwaukee? And I don't even think that's that big of an up upgrade. It's crazy to say. I was about to say, like Drew. You, you, Drew was their best defense. defender. He trained defense for offense, and uh, we know NBA is made off sp- spacing and like Giannis needs the ball in his hand too. <clears throat> like when they play, um, when they play Miami, they're just going to try to outscore him, I guess, because. Jimmy Butler, like, they would put Drew on Jimmy a lot. They don't really have somebody to guard Jimmy in the play, but that's a whole NBA, like... All NBA discussion, breaking news, Dame Dame Lillard has gone to the Milwaukee Bucks during the podcast. Wow. Uh, 
that's the biggest story headline. The Suns were also in part of that three-team trade to get rid of that big contract that DeAndre Hayton has. Um, that's kind of disappointing in my mind. You shout out U of A. Shout out U of A. Shout out uh, DeAndre Hayton. I still think you're one of the best centers in the league, even though whatever they can say what they want. You need to leave anyways. <clears throat> but neither here nor there. Gonna miss you, DA. Good luck at Milwaukee or Portland. Portland, you're in Portland now. But let's get let's get back on track here. Um, we can ask this question. I, I saw unnecessary roughness, and I kind of like the question. Okay, shout out unnecessary roughness. Yeah. Who's been your most like not? I wouldn't say disappointing team, but team that you thought would play better and just doesn't look like Iowa. Iowa for okay. me for you that was quick. for me it's Iowa that, that was very quick fucking so disappointed in that Penn State performance they put together they had a bunch of injuries but still not even having a hundred yards like I thought it'd be a different Iowa team yeah, this I don't year think they had ninety yards they, I think they had a total of seventy six yards yeah something like that we said in the recap and it was just wild um yeah for me it would be Iowa Clemson's up there too uh, if you like Florida State game they should have won but like. Cade keeps making critical mistakes at the worst time. They just make too many dumb mistakes. Yeah, um, those two. It's those two for me. Um, I have Tech in there. Yeah, that's a good one too. Texas Tech, I I have to... Because I actually think Georgia Tech's been playing very well and I like the direction (laughs) they're heading. But I think Texas Tech has been one of the more disappointing teams this year. I think Minnesota losing to Northwestern, you have to throw them in there. Just for the fact that they're not going to comp- like compete for the Big Ten West title. I didn't think much of Minnesota this I know, year anyway. Either, but like you, you know, usually they're like eight, nine wins, and I don't think they're going to get that this year. Purdue has been awful. They've like you could go down that. I expected that though. See, yeah. you're you're giving me teams that I'm like I expected not but to be I, too well. But in my mindset, is more like that. Uh, I'll say, I'll say I haven't been impressed with Old Miss. I have not been impressed with Michigan either, but Michigan hasn't played anybody, and that's like. But that's one of the things I haven't been impressed with them though. They haven't shown me domination. Like at least, like I've seen Georgia dominate. I've seen Texas dominate. I've seen. Well, like, is Georgia dominated? UAB. Well, no, not UAB. The well, they haven't really. Do- they dominated South Carolina in the second half. Yeah, they were losing though. Yeah, I know, but the domination in the second half showed me a little bit more. Georgia's not a, no. They haven't shown me shit. All right, that's fair for you. Uh, I've seen Penn State have puttering offensive moments. Their defense is really good, though. Yeah. So that And they dominated Iowa. Uh, I've seen Washington dominate. USC's USC. Um, and I've seen Oregon dominate. And Utah's dominating through this pure suffocation. What's your definition of domination? Like, domination. I was just is, say that's a, they're winning. They're no, not but dominating. I don't. This is the thing. I don't think at any point I believed UCLA was going to win that game. Um, there was a chance uh, early on when, UC- I, when he dropped the pass. Yeah, when he dropped the pass. They would have tied the game up right there yeah, early in the I game. Did, but I don't feel like if, if they would have scored that, I don't think the game would have changed. I think Utah would have still dominated that game. I don't think so. I think UCLA was right in that game. All right. Just a couple things here uh, here or there happened. Um, I'd bet on them again. Yeah, it's fine. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt you not to bet on them again, but I just think... I just think it's one of those things where I haven't seen enough of Michigan. Maybe they'll show me something. I, they might struggle in Lincoln today, this week. So, but other than that, 
Who's all right? Then we're gonna flip it. Who's been more of the surprise team that you're like, oh wow, I didn't know they were gonna be that good. Surprise for me personally. Yeah, you personally. Um. Washington State probably. Okay. Um, it seemed like they were the same team last year, and I was not a big Cam Ward fan anyway. I thought he was a tad overrated. So he's kind of shown me a lot this year. I would say um, them for me. I wasn't high on them going into the year. I'm, um, I'm I was. I was a little bit low on Miami coming into the year, but I didn't. I'm not surprised they're doing that well because if they put it all together, Van Dyke's actually. I was about to say, are you more surprised that Van Dyke's playing well? Yeah, that's. I would think that. I think that's more of a surprise. It's not Miami as a team whole. It's more of Van Dyke is doing better than what we thought. Mm -hmm. And he's earning earning the trust a little bit. Um, and go back. I'm going to circle around the, the Washington State. Uh, that 16 is... They're ranked 16 right now. And good job, Washington State. Um, you're going to be out of the top 25 by like in the next like three to four weeks. And it's because... The Pac-12. It's the Pac-12. And you've played at Pullman. All your big games have been at... Home, you're not playing every game at home, so they're they're gonna lose games and they're gonna lose probably about four or five. I'd have to look at the schedule to see. You never, you know, like. Yeah. Well, they got Washington and I believe they got Oregon, but. Well, of course they're in the north, yeah. so they have to play Oregon, Utah. Well, there's no divisions anymore in the Pac-12. In the Pac-12, I thought that was only in the ACC. I thought they still have it in the Pac-12. No, best two teams go. Really? Yeah. How'd I miss that? Didn't the ACC do that too? Uh, I don't know if they did this yeah, year. Too. Yeah, we did it last year because USC and Utah went. That's North and South. No, it's not. I was both South teams. Last oh year. yeah, Utah South. Yeah, I, I keep always thinking that Utah's in the North. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. So yeah, uh, ACC did it this year. You did it last year. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um. See, like you notice how we didn't both didn't say Duke. Because we expected them to be... Uh, I, I'll say this. I expected them to be decent. I, I thought they would have lost to Clemson. But, like... Yeah. But, like, I'm not, like... Am I shocked that they're 17? No. Do I think they can win majority of the games? Yes. Like, once they beat Clemson, the sky was the limit for them, pretty much. Right. Like we said, they have the best quarterback in the ACC. Uh, Jordan Travis is up there. Yeah, that's true. Drake May fell off to number three now. No, I still think Drake May's two. But uh, let's see who they got. I mean, they go at UCLA after their bye week, Arizona at Oregon, at Cal, and at Washington. So, I it's mean, not that difficult actually. I mean, I they, it was going to be tougher. One, two, three, four. They got four tough games, and they should be at one. They play Colorado at home on Friday. I mean, that's a that's they always nice. So, like, at Cal, I feel like at Cal and Stanford, there's something weird there going on that they'll just lose that game randomly. At, they play at Cal and at Stanford? No, they play at Cal and then they, they play Stanford at home and then at Cal. Oh, see, they get Cal and Stanford, that's helpful. Yeah, but they still, they that at UCLA game is not going to be pretty. But, yeah, I can see that. Uh, I'll say my shocking teams, uh, Mizzou, I'm a little shocked about them. I know... You not, yes, you and Brandon Walker, you guys are the fucking <laughs> Mizzou fucking I was guys. just a year off. Yeah. Yeah, they were um, doing what they were supposed to do last year. Mizzou, uh, I'll say Tyler Van Dyke for Miami. I didn't think he was that good. 
and he's showing that he's kind of gotten back to where he was you were you wanted him last year so that's always a positive uh my Oklahoma team that I love so much I I'm not surprised but I do enjoy seeing people go damn Oklahoma's doing what they're we expected them to yeah do. but they don't Gabriel is bad and that's the worrisome <laughs> thing about it but I would say not just inconsistent inconsistent and every time he slides, I always feel like he's about to get his head cut off again like he did at TCU. Uh, other than that, now, everything else seems like it's gelled. I'll say there's certain teams that I think should be in the top 40, 25. I do think A&M should be in the top 25. I know... Who are you replacing if you're putting A&M in the top 25, then? Uh, if you put somebody in, you have to take somebody out. Ole Miss, Tennessee, or Florida. Okay. I think they're better than all three of those teams. Uh, I would say, I would agree before the, before then, I think Johnson's injury, a gunslinger. We, we should have mentioned that too. Um, Connor Wigman is out for the season for A&M. So that's, uh, going to change their offensive style. I trust Johnson. He's a gunslinger. And that's, that, I that, saw him have bad games at LSU though. Yeah. That's a different offense though. So maybe this will fit better. Bobby P. He knows he likes gunslingers. He likes guys that can throw the ball and Johnson, Johnson can fling the ball around. So I'm. I'm still thinking. I still think A and still better than Tennessee, Florida, A&M and Ole Miss. I have no idea about A and M. I still think they're better than Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Florida. I don't know if I blame Auburn or A and M because A and M showed me that they could just stop the pass all the time. Yeah, I was gonna, we're, I was going to get into that here when we get into the games, but yeah. like that's one of the things. Like I don't think Ole Miss is good at all. I I. I they're, Jackson Dart showed who he was, like we said. Uh, Florida, they're... In, I think Ole Miss's defense is actually solid, though. So that's uh, Florida's that. too inconsistent at moments. Yeah. And Tennessee, I think they'll, the they're still getting last year love for this year, yep. which is ridiculous. Well, shit, one and two are getting last year love for this year. No, that is true. But, all right, let's 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 move on to some games here. Uh, let's get to the best game of the this weekend. What do you think the best game of this weekend is? Is uh, it Friday? Friday is a good game. Oregon State, uh, Utah. Oh, I guess we'll start there. Oregon State, Utah. Oregon State's three-point favorites. They're at home. Uh, is Cam Rising ever going to come back? No. He's just waiting to come back for the Rose Bowl. I, I, he wants the redemption in I, the Rose Bowl. He, they got to get to the Rose Bowl first. And right. They keep pulling they, wins out of their ass. They keep pulling wins out of their ass. Yes. Well, I guess it's not pulling it out of their ass. The Baylor one was. But like, Oregon State last week at home or against Washington State didn't. They struggled at the beginning. They did not look good in the first half, going into like the mid third quarter. Then they turned it around. They got, were consistently behind by two touchdowns the entire game. That the, game wasn't close until the very end, and then they had the onside the onside kick. kick. That game wasn't really close. Like, Washington State was in control of the game from the get-go. But And Washington State does that a lot. They, they're in control of games, and they kind of look like they're about to slip it away. Uh, this is game is in Corvallis. I said I liked Oregon State at the beginning of the week to you. I kind of flipped to Utah. Yeah. Uh, just for the simple fact, if, if Cam Rising is going to play, I'm going Utah. But then, if they doesn't, it's going to be off my board. I'm dying for Cam Ryan to come back. I think I've said we've everybody's been saying this. Said it's like three straight weeks. It's been four straight weeks that they because they haven't really played. Other, well, I didn't expect them to play against Florida. Uh, other than the Florida one, I thought it was just like a one week thing, and then the leg was going to be fine. I don't know how bad this leg is for Cam. 
But it must be really bad for him to miss four weeks in a row. Three of those were big games. Mm-hmm. Now they won three those three games. I, and um, I don't know. Utah doesn't – I think they do that thing where they don't really leak their injury news too They too wait often. until like the very last second and you don't know. And, and I don't know how much Cam Rison's been working out. Like, of course, he's rehabbing and stuff, but game shape and all that stuff, that yeah. could be an issue even when he does come back on top of that. Um, I, I'm just going to do this because I think Utah struggles on the road – and they're a completely different team at home. They feed off the crowd. Play they really they did well struggle against. They did struggle against Baylor. That's but there what, was also a hundred and like six degrees that day. Hey, they came through late. You know, yeah, they, they were they, the better conditioned team because Baylor kind of was the one that wasn't conditioned yeah. and up to par. In this game, I like Oregon State at home just because the home field advantage and how Utah look, has looked on the road. And the only time we got to see him play on the road, Oregon State's a better team than Baylor, obviously. Um, it's a bounce back spot after a loss. It's a square square way to go with it, but it just looks that way. Oregon State's gonna knock off Utah. It just it seems too easy, but I think it is just gonna be that easy. It'll be a close game. Don't get me wrong. I don't see it being a blowout, but I think Oregon State's comfortable and wins by seven to ten points in this game. Uh, oh, well, DJ, this is the other thing though. DJ could just straight up fuck it up against that that's Utah what I'm defense. Saying. Utah defense against DJ. Like when when DJ played really good defenses, he struggled. Yeah, and Utah is a really good defense. And this was this was one of my and other. Oregon questions. State might not be able to run the ball against Utah like they do against other teams consistently, and putting him behind the chains, yeah. DJ behind the chains against that Utah getting turnovers. I'm talking myself into flipping and going Utah. Did uh, and this was my did last week's Washington State. I guess it was an upset, but upset of Oregon State start the. Uh, the domino effect of the Pac-12, knock off, knock off. The things oh, where oh. The, the where it happens, like it happened last year, right? Mm-hmm. And people don't even really talk about it. They're like, "Oh, the Pac-12 sucks." Everybody lost. The Pac-12 just knocks each other off, yep. and that's just what happens. Washington State knocked off Oregon State to get them out of there. That that sexy talk look. Now it's Oregon State's turn to knock Utah, and then it might, and then it's going to be. Uh, I guarantee you, Utah play play somebody next week, and they're gonna knock them off. Like it's just a domino effect of certain things that are gonna happen. Utah's probably due for a buy. Uh, they might be a buy time, but like it's just one of those things where like I feel the domino effect. And that's in. why I'm just leaning Oregon State in this game, even though I pretty much almost talked myself into Utah um, and their avenue to win the game. Yeah, they 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 get a bye week, and then they play Cal, and then at USC. So like. Let's say USC beats Colorado, and then they go, they go and beat Arizona, and then beat, then they beat Notre Dame, and then Utah's right there. Like, look at that! Mm-hmm. Look how wild that is. And they go, at, they play, they played Arizona State already, barely beat them. Then they go to Colorado, play Arizona, then they go to Notre Dame, and then Utah. That's right, right there is built for disaster. That that game right there against Utah is built is made for Utah to win that game. So, yeah. they play USC really well. Um, it just seems like the cycle's just going to happen this yeah. time. And, uh, but logically, I could see the avenue on why people would talk themselves into picking Utah in this game. Like, I just went through it myself, and I was like, yeah, it makes sense. And how um, if Utah scores a defensive touchdown, I think they win this game. But Or special teams play. Utah pulls one of those things out usually, too, in those games. Yeah. Um, 
And like last week was the first time I'm kind of watching Oregon State. And I wasn't really that impressed with them anyway. Um, yeah, <laughs> I might. Shit. I think I, I think I really the more I talk about it, the more I want to lean Oklahoma or Utah. I'll say this. If Utah loses <laughs> last week was the start of the domino effect of the Pac-12 curse problem they have. And that's when you have to be really smart. If you're a gambler, really smart and think of the sharp plays in the Pac-12. All right. Because things get wild and things just happen in the Pac-12 that you can't really explain. Oregon State doesn't lose on Friday, so that's the narrative I'm going with. But, all right, we'll see. I just remember the USC game from all the way back in the day with Jacquez Rogers and James Rogers when they ran that yeah, shit. Yeah, uh, the fly sweep stuff. Yeah, and USC was a legit national championship good that year. Um, There's a couple 11 o'clock games. They're not like... I thought you were just doing the big games. Are you just want to go Yeah, we'll go, we'll go in Northern, and then we'll get to the... The big, the two big games at the night shift, or the the big game at night, and the other one at two thirty. We'll just start off with the eleven o'clock. There's about when there's three interesting matchups. I wouldn't say they're like world beaters, but they're interesting. You have BYU Cincinnati. That's Friday, by the way. Oh, that's Friday. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a Saturday. No. Well, Friday BYU Cincinnati. One of them's going to get their first Big Twelve win ever in the conference. Uh, I'm shocked BYU's a plus two dog at home. I know it's not Utah Stadium, but you do, those Mormons do love their uh, Cougars, and I think <clears throat> I like that pun. By the way, you like my little little Wilson Cougar talk, mm-hmm. but uh, I do think BYU wins that game straight up. I think so too. I don't know why they're a two point dog, but yeah, in Provo. Yeah. Uh, then you have the eleven o'clock games. Clemson going to the. Their art, their Achilles heel. It, you say that, but I think they've only lost once in the carrier. But game. they're always close. They've only lost once. They're always they don't. Syracuse plays Clemson close, and they they just got done playing a very hard, very tough game against Florida State. Cues are looking to get ranked. Yeah, they had to have a comeback against Army. Yeah, struggled, slept through the first half, then woke up. They're playing Clemson. Now, if they win this game, I it it shows more about how bad Clemson actually is this year than how good Syracuse is. I think this is the final downfall of Cade. You do you think this is it? I think it happens here. I you know, and as much as we don't like uh Syracuse's coach, if he wins this game, they're five and oh. Yeah. You can't get mad at him. Um fucking Clemson's corner Wiggins is probably out this game too. Syracuse is six and a half point dog over on his free three and a half. Uh, I think the under is a play here too. Yeah, very very true. I I think Syracuse wins this game straight up. Uh, I think Syracuse covers. I don't know if they win it straight up. Uh, they they have moments like Dabo said. Uh, Clemson is three plays away from being a top five team in the nation. Mm. Agree or disagree? I would say they're more than three. They're about there's because they fumbled. They fumbled. He's just talking about the two fumbles in the red zone against Duke, and then the fumble against Florida State. There's a little bit. You got him. That's like him discrediting Duke, dominating them in that game, like beating them in that game. That's a very bad. That's a bad statement from him, and he, that kind of gets him off. That's why people don't like him. Is because of statements like that. You're he's, not. He's th- trying to build the confidence, confidence. in his team, which. That statements like that 
signals to me that he, in the locker room, Clemson, the team themselves, do not have a lot of confidence anymore. So he's trying to build it back into them with that false statement, pretty much, of that saying that to the media. Um, I think there's a lack of confidence in the locker room in Clemson, and this game stays close. I feel like they're going to find a way to lose it rather than win it, like, I'll they say this though. Used to find during games. Syracuse has only been the once and played them close almost every game. Even if it was in Death Valley, they yeah, keep it close. Um, Syracuse finds ways to lose against Clemson though, and that's that's sometimes their problem. They only lost once. They lost twice. Syracuse to uh, no Clemson to Syracuse. Yeah, Clemson only lost once, I think. Right, and you said they find ways to lose to Syracuse. Sy- no, I'm saying Syracuse finds ways to lose to Clemson. Right, yes. I'm not, yes. it's more of Syracuse. And that's me stating this. I think Clemson's been losing a lot of close games that they haven't in the past, obviously, this year. Even though the Duke one, you could say, was a close. Sy- Clemson's been the one turning the ball over. Yeah. Syracuse forces turnovers. And I'm... I actually, like... <laughs> I think it's switched. I think Syracuse should be favored in this game, actually. Um, we'll see. And I have to see more of Syracuse. I haven't watched a lot of them. And this game was not on my card, but it's added to it now. I have Syracuse covering the six and a half. Just, it's Seth the carry dome. You played the Florida State hard. You lost that game. That was That was your national championship game, so to speak, for Clemson. And now it's pretty much where do we go from here? You have them covering the six and a half? No, I have Syracuse covering oh, the six and a half. Okay. And I'm just fun. saying, I don't know. Clemson has nowhere really to go. Because their national championship game, the ACC championship game, was last week. Yeah, because they've already had they they, got two they, ACC yeah, losses. Yeah, two ACC losses. So I don't know where their head's at, how Dabo's going to get them going. Like, this could be a very downhill year for Clemson. Yeah. Uh, moving on to another game at 11. It's Florida traveling to Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky 4-0. Florida's 3-1. Um, what was the streak uh, before when it happened three years ago? And then Florida beat Kentucky like fucking like... Almost every year. <laughs> Almost it was, every year. It was year. like a ridiculous number. Yeah. Um, I, can, I wish I knew that number offhand. But it doesn't matter anymore because Kentucky finally came through with a win. Uh, are we sold on Kentucky? Like, I feel like this is a game where Kentucky's like, oh, we're up for the game. And they lay a goose egg. Like, I feel like they beat the teams they need to beat and lose to the teams that you like, oh, they might beat them. Um, Very true. They tend to do that. However, as somebody that was high on Kentucky this year, I had them finish in second in the SEC East. I think they don't win this game. Like I said, they have the new offense. They haven't really played anybody the entire time. So it's first big game. Um, actually, they have a sneakily kind of loud crowd for these games. They hate Florida. Florida is not as good as their uh, ranking. Yeah, I, that's that's um, one of the things I already know. That's built in on beating a mediocre Tennessee team. Uh, I love Billy Napier, but he does not get it done on the road against Kentucky. I think they are overvalued way too much. Tough place to play in Kentucky. Um, I would love nothing more for Billy Napier as a Billy Napier defender to for him to win this game, because Florida loses this, the whole conversation continues again. But I'll say this: the Kentucky fans, if they lose, start losing early, they quit on their football team. Mm-hmm. It's not like their basketball team. 
They they're in the basketball game for most of the time. No, they quit on their team last year. Well, the last year they did. Everybody quit on Kentucky last year, but like they're quick to quit on their football team. If they're down like twelve point, like ten points, Kentucky fans are kind of like, eh, it is what it is. We lost. I think it's messed up. It's an eleven o'clock game. Should be a night game. Screwed the fans over there in Kentucky, Um, but they'll be up because it's a rivalry game. And Florida's like, what do they have? They have a good run. They have a good run game. Tennessee defense is good. Uh, Etienne's good though. I like Etienne. In a... They struggle to get on offense against Charlotte. Uh, that was after the high of Tennessee, so now they're getting back into the groove. And they knew they didn't have to play that hard against Charlotte. That was like a rest day for them. Just win the game, move on. Type feel. Um, I don't think I have this on my card. I don't. I don't know where I'm, I would lean that. Card. Uh, yeah, I have Kentucky straight up. You have Kentucky straight up. Um, but that's more of me being big on them coming into the year. I picked them at number two. This is a final showcase game where people I'll say, start recognizing I'll say this, them. gambling side, we did, those money lines really do did screw us last week. Okay. Yes. So, and then, uh, you have three money lines already. On um, Kentucky? Well, you have Kentucky, BYU, and Syracuse. That's three money lines. Yeah. And I'm just saying, be careful of these money line ones. But you believe in what you believe in. I'm Like, um... Well, let me let me preface this. We probably should have started with it. Go uh, last week's results. I did say I was probably gonna struggle. Yeah, I did kind of admit that because I was off on the lines. I missed on the big ones that I needed on the big games. I hit on the small games though, but I missed on the big games. So this week I, I feel like uh, it could be a week to bounce back because like the big games I missed on. It could have went either way in Clemson, Notre Dame, fucking Memphis. Um, you know, so I think this week is back to the routine. I feel good about this week. Uh, another game, it's a tradition in like none other. Was it just a Rohali tradition? It's our tradition, right? It's our tradition, but we, we created a tradition. Man, it sucks. This game's on at 11 like the Florida and Kentucky yeah. game, too. Uh, it's a tradition that we've made. This is not for the, not the past two years, but the years before that. When A&M Arkansas played each other... At no point did this game ever touch an under. It's been the past two years where the under is hit. But the, the, the tradition is... God, I almost said traduction. The tradition <laughs> uh, is... Almost Thanksgiving coming up. You always bet the over in the A&M-Arkansas game. And I, I had done it this year. I, I did not have that on my card. I broke the tradition. Well, I, it's my more my tradition type thing. Yeah, that's more yours. I would always take A and M every year. Yeah, I flipped it this year actually, but yeah, I would take A and M. You would take the over. I'm taking the over again, fifty three and a half. I love actually. I'm gonna add that to my. Card I actually too. really like the number. Well, we don't know about Rocket, and I'll never know about Rocket. But as long as KJ Jefferson's there, and he doesn't do dumb shit like he did the year the years before, trying to hop over and losing the ball, and. Again, A and M that got screwed last week. The under hit because I didn't know. I know Auburn couldn't pass the ball. He freezes half the day. Well, our friend Pedro would have told you Peyton Thorne sucks as a quarterback. Well, so. I thought Hugh Freeze could change the crappy Peyton Thorne. Obviously, it was wrong. But Arkansas played LSU close. I think they're going to play. They should have actually won. They had game. terribly bad mistakes offensively. False starts. This miscommunication. The defense is not good though. No, their defense isn't good. A&M defense might be better than what it was in that. Like that's they, the, they that's were in the that problem. triangle of 
we don't know if it, the defense is good and this Miami's really good, or was Auburn's offense that bad and they didn't really have to try. I'm leaning on Auburn's offense being that bad and AM's defense still in the back set. Like, their front seven's good. The back end, that's the yeah. thing. Secondary is not good. And I'll I'm say, I trust KJ that. Jefferson way more than any Auburn quarterback that's on their roster. Yeah. So, and the threat of him running makes it better. Arkansas really should not be 2-2, two two, by the way. Yeah, they lost, <laughs> but their defense is like the problem. horrible. They, they were up against BYU they all were, the way till they the were, end. They were up by 10 twice on them. Twice and blew it. And then they battled against LSU. They just couldn't stop Jaden Daniels at all. So, I think the over hits in this game were back to being over in this game, which is going to be great. And it's going to be probably one of the better 11 o'clock games or more at the entertainment level. Yeah, I'm going to actually switch my pick. I'm just going to go with the over one on my card. And I'm not going to bet the side on it, yeah. even though I think Arkansas can win straight up. I think it will be entertaining. Uh, Johnson's <clears throat> playing... So, Gunslinger could come in. Picks can happen in that game. Yeah, turnovers, probably, possibility. So, that should be interesting. Uh, 11 o'clock game, a lot of people are going to be watching. It's big noon. USC going to Colorado. Uh, USC. Fuck USC. By the way, I'm staying away from this game just for Lincoln Riley's fuckery. Yeah, betting-wise? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, Lincoln Riley has a defensive problem. They gave up 20. They made me stay up till 1 a.m., Watching them struggle, like, like they're like, it's, if somebody tells me, oh, that was an easy game, at what point did you go to bed and go, yep, it's over? I went to bed around the two minute mark when when Arizona State couldn't score, they turned it down, turned on turnover on downs. I went to bed uh, before that because USC wasn't going to cover the 35. Right, so yeah, gambling no wise, to watch yeah. It. But I watched it to see if maybe Arizona State can shock the world. I didn't think that was yeah, I, I, Did I believe it? No, but they did. Once they got a, once they scored, and I was like, "Damn, they're only down by four. Like USC should, Arizona State's bad. They can't pass the ball. They can't pass the ball. Arizona State was running a lot of trickery kind of plays no, in the game too. Though they can't pass the ball, Nathaniel. But, and they were pass. They somewhat sometimes passed the ball. USC got maybe two turnovers in that game. Fresno State played better than USC against Arizona State at oh, Arizona yeah. State. Oh, without a doubt. Like. I'm starting to believe USC's not an eight best team. Like they could beat these bad teams defensively, though they can't beat a soul. They cannot, and that's why I think Colorado can stay in this game. Is because they do have, again, they do have weapons. The offensive line is a horrific thing at Colorado. Yeah, like um, this is gonna be feel really nice for Colorado because. Oregon's defense is legit really yeah. good going into that game. We both thought that would give Colorado problems. I think Colorado needs to run the ball more, too. I think they need to find a way to run the ball. Yeah, they should install it a little bit, but fuck, against Oregon, that was not happening. No, but like you got to keep keep USC honest. And, and as bad as their defense is, as long as you keep them honest, you can be in the game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Colorado wants. I think Colorado has a, a legit shot of winning this game, actually. That's uh, what, going in... But if you would have asked me before the Arizona State game, I would have said they had no shot of winning this game. Yeah. After seeing that fucking lackluster, once again, Lincoln Riley's defensive. Uh, he has like, no, he has like, no it's defense. Not, it's not Lincoln Riley. It's Alex Grinch's defense, but I put it on Lincoln Riley because he this. runs the team. I'll say and this. And I've defended Alex Grinch multiple times and be like, he compliments it well because he'll get turnovers. That has not been the case in the 
three years since they've been running together, even back at Oklahoma. I'll say last year they had a lot of turnovers at the beginning of the year. Yeah, at the beginning, yeah. yeah the kick it off, and that hasn't happened so far. Um, Shadur, he really doesn't turn the ball over too, too often either. No. Well, shit. There was a couple dropped interceptions that happened that could have occurred in the Oregon game too. Uh, I just do not trust USC at all with this, as bad as their defense is. Colorado's at home too. The crowd's going to be amped up still. Um, they're not giving up on them after they lost the Oregon game. No. Like any realistic uh, Colorado fan went into that game with thinking they're probably going to lose that game. Um, I actually do think Colorado can straight up win this game because with a defense that bad, all they need is a couple turnovers. And Caleb Williams tends to play, have a couple drives where you're just like, what the hell is he doing? Like yeah. he just kind of gets lazy with the he ball He wasn't sometimes. great against Arizona State. Like he'll get lazy. Um, he is that He's good enough that he just can kind of make plays out of nothing. I, he'll get, he could turn the ball over a couple times and Colorado could turn this into a one score game going late and winning it. Um, I'm going to say this. I am back on like, I, I know I said the media is a loser. The media still is the loser for Colorado for kind of turning on Dion that quick. Uh, I got annoyed. I wasn't annoyed by Dion. We always said this. Was never annoyed by Dion. It was the media that annoyed me. Yep. Media still annoys me about the Dion thing and how they covered Dion. Like them, Doug Gottlieb was one of them. I hated Doug Gottlieb's whole little rant he went on Dion last yesterday. Uh, it was stupid. It was terrible. I didn't like it. I didn't like a tweet that Skip Bayless said is Colorado is Colorado Black America's team. Mm-hmm. Like that's a stupid statement. Like you're not, you don't put the race in there, and then you don't say, "Oh." Well, I guess he's not really wrong though, because like people, if you don't like college football, yeah, and you're a casual fan. Like you like Dion though, and like it, it brings over all the it, NFL it, fans yeah, from Dion, and most I'm, most of them are black. That if you I'm, like Dion, how many white people really like Dion? I, I'm, like cowboy cowboy fans. Yeah, cowboy, maybe some Niner fans, Atlanta fans. Yeah, but like I'm, I'm, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, I'm not putting the race in there, like. I nah, think that is stupid to bring race into fucking just a football. Yeah, sense anyway. I'm gonna say this, but that's what America loves to do. I know America loves to do. I that. think Dion's doing a good job right now because yes, they got blown out last week, and Oregon sent out that stupid little five minute video thing of Colorado talking shit to them. But at what point last year do you think Colorado players had any confidence like that? Most of them aren't on the team. Yeah, well, most of them aren't. But like the motivational aspect. Dion has to get them, the players that were there last year and that are playing, and the transfer guys to believe in them that they can win games. And he's done that. And yeah, did it, did it not work? Absolutely didn't work out last week. Yeah, they talked shit and they didn't back it up. They got blown out. But they they knew that. They were like, yeah, we got blown out. It is what it is. Motivationally speaking, I think Dion does a good job. I think sometimes he might not say the right things, but who cares? Not everybody's gonna say the right thing. I don't. I'd rather have a Dion at the press conference. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather have Dion speak than a Bill Belichick press conference. Like, at what point do you ever want to hear a Bill Belichick press conference? He says some witty stuff. Some now nowadays because he doesn't care anymore. But like during the heyday of New England, 
At what point were you anything? Did you want to hear anything about Bill Belichick? I, well, I, I respect that about Bill Belichick because he's fucking like the media is just going to turn whatever I say into some bullshit anyway. Yeah. So. I and I respect the way that Dion does it because he could say whatever the fuck he wants because the media is going to turn whatever coach says into something that wasn't meant that right way. If you just phrase something a little different. Yeah. It's funny how the before words. the week, before the, that loss of Oregon, everybody loved anything Colorado did. They loved everything. Oh, look at the Colorado playing this and doing that and doing this and like on Twitter. And X, I guess now. Now it's like, oh, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? At what point did you not think Colorado was going to lose a game? Like, did everybody think Colorado was just going to go undefeated this year? The casuals. That's the thing. Yeah. It's what the other people, when they get ratings like that for a college football uh, game, game like the, the numbers that come in being the number one most watched uh, college football game when Notre Dame and Ohio State played, Yeah, that's wild. So that's got to be like... 40% of that is people that never really would watch college football before. Yeah. It's like that big of a number, kind of. So that's where all the bullshit Twitter and all the other takes come from is all people that don't really watch it on a consistent basis. Yeah. Whose opinion I really don't give a fuck about. And that's why I stay away from trying to talk about Colorado too much. Because yeah, we try to stay away. and But it just it annoys me how... You you can't leave your ship. You you some of the but some of the people that do watch college football, you can't leave the ship that you yet you help create. The people like us and some other people were like, let's wait and see, let's wait and see, wait and see, and they built up the ship quick. They got on that ship, they lost, and now they're trying to go leave the ship. No, stay on the ship. Yeah. Don't leave the Dion ship. We're, we we haven't left the Dion coaching ship. We just didn't trust that they were going to be as good as they, that you guys built the ship of trying to get San, Sonora Sanders, the Heisman, Dion, <laughs> the national championship already. Like, we weren't on that ship. Yeah. Like, I might have said Sanders is up there, but I would have never put him I out. never even had him that high, yeah. but that's, that's fine that other people did. Like, but I always say early season Heisman yeah, shit is Yeah, but like, anyway. stay on your ship. Stay on the ship and go down with the ship. Well, it's not going down. I think they can have a legit shot of beating USC. I think it's going to be a close game, honestly. Going back to the game, I yeah. really do think it's going to be a close game. I think, I'll be surprised if they get blown out in this game. Remember, th- this... Because, you know what? I think TCU... Is just as good as SC. And this is this is what I'm gonna say. I feel like Lincoln Riley is fucked me over so many times <laughs> this year. He's already fucked me twice. Yeah, he fucked me hard once. Like I said Stanford was gonna keep that game close, got blown out. Yep. I said they're gonna run wreckage against Arizona Arizona State. They barely won. Yep. I'm not touching I'm not gonna say anything about Lincoln Riley in this game. I the one I wanna say Colorado has a shot. But if I do, I then I feel like USC's just gonna run rampant on them and win fifty three to like ten. I'm taking the points. I'm taking the points. You're this is the first time I'm betting Colorado all year. Yeah, it'll be the first time. I'm taking the points because Lincoln Riley last last week he'll probably come back and screw me and then win by well who yeah. knows. I truly believe their defense is gonna give up points though. So to cover the twenty one and a half, they gotta score seventy pretty much. Well, sixty, sixty, maybe fifty three, fifty three. Yeah, I think Colorado could score 30-plus points against uh, that USC defense. All right. So. Moving on. Uh, not much. We got we got the worst. The 
Who's going to finish last we in the ACC? we got a couple, like, really ugly games, which yeah. makes this week pretty intriguing. It's who's going to finish last in the ACC at 1 o'clock, Virginia Boston College. I almost bet this game. I stood away. Uh, I love betting ugly games. Uh, we have Cal, Arizona State. Battle for the worst. Mm, no, not It'll far. be close. Battle for one of the worst teams in the uh, Pac-12. Uh, UCF might get, the, should get their first win. At the Jump House against Baylor. I do not think so. I think that's a weird spot for UCF. I, th- I can see Baylor kind of sneaking out. Of if P- Plumley plays, I think I think everything's golden. Uh, you have Houston trying to get their first win in the Big 12 against Tech. Does T- Tech have a Big 12 win? They only have one win. I don't think it's uh-uh. in the Big 12. Uh, I think that, well, they lost last week to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. So, and then you have Illinois Purdue and a just a game that nobody cares about. Uh, then the big games in two thirty. Michigan goes to Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska kind of plays them well at Lincoln Field. I don't know if Sims going to start. I, I Nebraska stinks. They're just not good right now. No. So I don't really care about that. I'm not betting the game. Not touching the game because Michigan's Michigan. It is one of their lower numbers of the year, which is. 17, they're yeah. only under 20, well, 20, 24, whatever they pushed with that record, yeah, 24. 24, that's the only intriguing thing about that, the overrunner is 39, which was shocking, yeah, that's the low ass number, yeah, but that just shows how bad Nebraska's offense is, more than Michigan's defense, I think, Uh, but the big game, I'd say this is the second biggest game of the week, yeah, probably, Kansas travels to Austin against Texas, both 4-0. Texas is favored by 16.5. Over under 61.5. Um, this right here is a huge marker for Texas. Hmm? They get, it's kind of like, because um, I just recently watched the 05 documentary that Texas, the Longhorn Network did. Yeah, great documentary. Yeah. Uh, and after being in Oklahoma, Colorado came and they were ranked like 10th. Mm-hmm. They were like or 12. 12, something 12. like that. And then they had Tech that was ranked in the top 10. They were like 9 and game day was there. Mm-hmm. And they blew out Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Or blew out, they blew out, they beat Oklahoma. They blew out Colorado. And then they blew out Tech. If Texas... Vince Young ain't walking through those doors. I, I, but this is what I'm saying. If Texas can control this game <clears throat> from... Control the game majority of the time, I will then believe Texas... What's the difference from last year when we played him? Daniels. He played last year. Did he? Yes. Uh, Bijan. Yes. He he ran all over him last year. Yeah. We, we beat the hell out of him last year. I know. I will tell you what I think the difference difference is. Kansas defense is actually pretty good this year. It's okay. They have moments. They it's give better, up points. It's better than I thought it was going to be this year. Okay. And our offense is too inconsistent. And I could see them... Kind of slowing us down. Daniel's running around like Mike Vick making plays. Um, there's a good chance that they could come in there and pull out a... I wouldn't say good chance. I, I'll put it at like 30% chance they can win this game straight up. Um, and they beat you guys at DK before. Yeah, overtime game. Overtime game. Yeah. Just a couple years ago. So it wouldn't surprise me if Kansas plays you well. And I think... 
They haven't ran the ball as well as I thought they would this year. Uh, Neil, he breaks off big plays. Yeah, so, he breaks like, off big he's plays. He's a big play running back, so yeah. he could break one off at any time. Yeah. And our linebackers do kind of shoot the gap, so if they get the wrong hole, Neil could take one to and the house. And as you said and somebody else said, you said this might be the best defense in the nation. Us and Penn State, I believe. Yeah. I, I truly believe it. So from what I've seen, it's either us or Penn State that has the best uh, defense in the nation. I'll be intrigued to see how well you do against this offense. Right. I, that's, that's, why, that's why I'm intrigued, too, because I want to see how we do against this uh, explosive Kansas yeah. offense. Because I, I I don't think Kansas offense, they score. They can score quick. They can score a lot. What gives me confidence as a Texas fan, though, is uh, our defensive performance against them last year was uh, really good. Yeah. So, I'm thinking... But was that when Daniels just came back from his injury? He was back for a couple weeks before that. Okay. Yeah, he was there. Pretty sure he was there, like, two weeks, a week. He had a game before we played him. Um, I believe in PK, like, I guess his scheme against Kansas, I think he found something there, and I'm hoping that's what carries us in this game. And, um, like I said, if our defense shows out against Kansas, then there's really no argument against what I believe is probably the best defense in the nation. Um, and some can argue Penn State, and I, I'm fine with that if you want Penn State in there. But I would say our teams that we would play after Kansas if we have a good game, our opponents' offenses are a lot better than mm. Iowa. Iowa State's not that good. Oklahoma State's not that good. No, I'm talking about early in the season. Oh, early in the season. Okay, point, okay, to okay. This point, to this point, yeah. To this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you have Kansas, yeah. Gamma. Yeah, okay, that's fair. To this point, yeah. Wyoming. Wyoming's like anyone in the Rice. Big Ten. Wyoming is like anyone in the Big Ten. Right. It just doesn't matter. They can't, yeah. Um, I'm looking for Xavier Worthy to have his breakout week here. And I'm more worried about our offense being able to score, really, truly, against them. I want to see... Because Quinn has not been... Um, he's been consistently good. okay. He's been good. Yeah, not... He hasn't been great. He's not going to... He he was good against Alabama. He was good. He's been good. He's been good when he needs to be good. And wow. that's the thing. I, I want to see Worthy get into it. Sanders get into the game. Sanders will always be in the game. Like he, he wasn't in that Bama game, though. What? Are you talking about? He had over 100 yards receiving against Did Bama. He? Sanders was making those big plays. He had the one whenever we were uh, right after they scored. We hit him for like a... I don't know, 55-yard uh, pass where he was cutting cutting across the field, almost scored damn near. Like, Sanders has been great. I think he has more yards on the season than Worthy does, probably. Oh. I can't believe you don't remember them making those plays. I remember, because I might have got it confused with week one where he had a good week. That's probably why I was confused, but you guys are at the bottom. Oh, oh. Right now, my brother's looking up to see how. Oh, we, you gotta uh, be kidding me! <laughs> he was about to. Yeah, well, we have a internet problem just happened. What the <laughs> hell is that? Is you can't just leave me there. Oh, go go. Ad Mitchell might have been the leading receiver actually overall, but I think Sanders had a. Uh, if he didn't have a hundred, he had like right at ninety eight. What times are we going at here? I'm so confused on the time <laughs> schedule that they're giving me right now. Um, what the fuck? But. Here it is. You passed it. Yeah, Sanders, yeah, you're right. Sanders had 5 for 114. 
I must have just I must have just been daydreaming that <laughs> on that play. But yeah, two. Two big plays. Yeah, I'm just saying daydreaming that I didn't see him. Okay. That's what I'm saying. And like I keep saying, he's going to be the number one sided, tight end taken in the NFL draft. Yeah, you can say it all you want. Brock Bowers is still going to be the number one tight end. He is not. He is not. But that's fine. We'll see. We'll see come draft day. That's draft stuff here and there. Um, it'll be, I want to see how you contain Daniels, too, on the quarterback scrambles that'll be interesting to see our defensive line is legit so i'm hoping they they get that early but if he could get outside of the d-line it's going to be up the hill and i don't know your other line uh well yeah ford oh ford Ford. yeah it'll be up to them to contain them outside if he gets past the d-line cattle on to our safety that comes downhill a transfer from arkansas yeah all that so um yeah great game People probably expect... I don't know why the number's so high, but whatever. Well, people are high on Texas this year. No, people keep waiting for us to fail. That's the that's what you see on your your line. Yeah. Uh, but majority of people are really high on Texas. I just want to... Really want to just... Please just somehow find a way to win so we could go into next week <laughs> with about a top 10 matchup. Uh, it'll be tough, but yeah. Against Oklahoma. But we'll get there when we get there. Jesus, you're doing that right now yeah, on the I'm mic? Sorry. Jesus yeah, yeah, Christ. Yeah. The hell? Uh, Georgia plays Auburn. Um, we're at Auburn. Uh, shockingly, here, this is where I'm more shocked about. <clears throat> Kansas is a bigger dog than Auburn is. And I guess it's because they're at home. Yeah. And Georgia hasn't looked, they didn't look good against South Carolina in the first half. But there's no way you can tell me. You could sit there and Give me a complete and other argument that Auburn is a 14 and a half point dog. What do you want to? I want it way higher. Um, I thought that initially, but you know what? When has Georgia played a road game this year? They haven't. Right. First first year quarterback on the road at Auburn. I don't care. I At what point do you think Auburn's going to score 20, 10 points, 13 points against Georgia? You're like South Carolina did. South Carolina's better than Auburn. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Offensively, they're better than Auburn. Yes. I just In the second half, Georgia shut that shit down. Auburn's going to do their run the ball game. They're just going to run the ball three and so... They can't run the ball. Well, they're going to pull some stuff out. They're not going to... That's what I as believe. Much as, I like you, as much as I love you, Freeze, they're not going to do anything. I, Georgia hasn't given me enough this season for me to trust them yet. So I don't care the line. You could say it probably should be actually. I would say seventeen and a half seems fair. If they put it at seventeen and a half, I think that's fair. It's probably a bit too low, but I understand what Vegas is doing because Georgia hasn't been on the road all year. Yeah. So they finally have to go on the road. Auburn, like crazy stuff happens at that stadium. We've seen it before. Hugh Freeze upsets big time teams. Seen it before. And that's with players that actually he recruited. But on the field, there shouldn't be a way that Georgia loses this game because... They're not going to lose this game. They're going to blow them out. Uh, I, I'm, I think you're falling for it. Because I, I might Auburn be. looks so bad against A&M. You're, dis, you're really undervaluing them now. That's what I think is going on. Because they look so bad in that A&M game. Sometimes you got to buy into a bet. Like... Yes, sometimes you shouldn't buy into one game, one look. But sometimes you you know what Thorn is. 
Like you go and you're like, all right, I've seen Thorne in how bad he is. I don't believe he's starting. Who's just going to start? I think Ashford's starting. He, I've seen how bad he is. I think they're going to, well, he's going to have a full week of practice this week. And they're going to put install a game plan that suits his skills instead of being on the fly. So those little so plays, just run the ball. So those little plays that they ran with um, that he would come in throughout the season and run. Yeah, they're going to expand the package. They're going to have some trickery that goes with Ashford to use his speed and maybe fake like he's running and hit a big play deep because you can beat Georgia deep on some trickery. They're not perfect. Their defense is not perfect. They can give up some plays. So that's how I see Auburn going into this game. That's the game plan. Who knows if it works? Could be. You could definitely be right. They might just go in there and smash them. But I do not agree with you saying that this line is too um, too low. I think. Well, I did say it should be 17 and a half, but you're thinking like something crazy. No, I was thinking it's like 20 and a half. Yeah. But there's reasons why Georgia can lose this game straight yeah. up. There's reasons. Like, but like, even Nebraska's getting 17. Like, the fact <clears throat> is. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I they haven't seen Auburn do anything this year. The, they beat Cal at Cal. That's no. That's no uh, walk in the park. Winning a row game in California. Anyways, that's no. Anyways, they've done more than Georgia has. Georgia beat South Carolina. South Carolina's better than Cal. Well, they're number one, so they should win that game. They should have blown them out. What was the spread in that game? Well, they didn't cover that. I knew, right. South, but I knew South Carolina was covering that game because they're bet. Like they gave you a ridiculous number in South Carolina, and I feel like there's like a, we're not going to give you twenty four and a half, like you did against South Carolina. I just I don't think Vegas knows where Georgia's at, and so they're just trying to find the actual number. Yeah, I think that's more of the case. Well, hopefully your boy Bauer is the best number one tight end. Maybe he'll have a good game finally. He hasn't. He had a shit. good game last week. He hasn't done shit this year. He had a good game last week. Who they play? UAB. Okay. My tight end's doing it against Bama. <laughs> Get the shit out of here with UIB. Um, Missouri Vanderbilt, not interesting. Boise State, Memphis will be a cool. Uh, That's cool a good game. G five. It's a good G five game. Uh, Memphis three and a half point favorites. We don't have to talk about know, everything. But... Memphis having to bounce back and shit from that. Yeah, it'll so... be. But it we always, anything... that should have been an eleven o'clock game. Memphis, what happened to those games when Memphis would play at eleven o'clock against like UCLA and uh, Ole Miss? Uh, yeah, right. But they replaced it with that shit night game at Mizzou. I just, I will say this: I think everybody, we all getting, we all go, oh, Boise State. Maybe Boise State's just average this year. So just one of those things that popped in my head. Uh, Five o'clock. LSU goes down, goes to Old Miss. To the Grove. To the Grove, to that beautiful, non-loud place. By the way, both Mississippi t- Mississippi teams have home games, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you both of them are just dog shit, <laughs> mid-average little crowd, loud. The stadium will be filled. It's going to be filled. Who cares? They, they don't make no noise. Cow, well, I'm going to hear more cowbells. Oh, this is how they go. Oh, that's Mississippi State. There's, oh. And they're like, cowbells got to make the rest of the noise. Ugh. Yeah, they they can't cheer and uh, ring a cowbell at the same yes, time. Yes, you can. They're from Mississippi State. They can't do two things at once. Oh, God. You said it. Else, yeah. yeah, I know. <laughs> that might be true, though. That's why Ole Miss just came and get loud. Because um, Ole Miss fans are drinking, so they're not loud. So they're taking sips the whole time. They're sleeping because of... they drank so much at the Grove that they get to the stand like, oh. Yeah. Oh shit! Play defense. Weird start time. Five o'clock is a weird start time. I think they did it just for Ole Miss fans too. Like, oh yeah, 
You gotta start an hour earlier for them. Yeah, um, Ole Miss is two and a half point dogs. LSU over under sixty seven. Um, Jackson Darts. Dude, it, th- this game just relies on one thing, one thing only. Like, because I do think you're right. I do think Ole Miss defense is good. I do think Ole Miss's defense got a little tired in the Bama game. They were on the field forever. Yeah, uh, Jackson Dart. You gotta play better. I guess not really. Well, didn't Ole Miss have that long drive late? That didn't really yeah, result it, that late. Yeah, but it didn't really... And they weren't really hurrying up. They wasted the clock too much. Yeah. Another Lane Kiffin shot in the foot Master type class. thing. Um, it could be another Lane Kiffin. Who's the better coach in this game? Brian Kelly. Okay. I was seeing which way. Not even close. Okay. I, I, okay. I was about to say, is Lane going to shoot himself in the foot again? Like, this is another... Moment where I'm like, I feel like Lane's going to get outcoached and outdueled in this do dumb shit. I think it comes down, I think LSU is legit um, playoff potential good. Ole Miss is like barely hanging on top 25 for life good. And uh, LSU. I don't think LSU's defense is that good though. I agree with that. I think they have flaws there. I don't think Jackson Dart is good. That's, I, I think this is more... This game is really about Jackson Dart. And Junkins is obviously not healthy. This is This game relies on Jackson Dart. If Jackson Dart has a good game, I think Ole Miss can win this game. But he's going to have to have a really good game. Like, that's just point-blank range. If he has a bad game and he stays in the whole game, I... If I, Ole Miss isn't going to do it. But I would really start questioning Lane Kiffin. LSU loves playing in Mississippi also. Yeah, but I would. They already blew out Mississippi State. Mississippi State stinks. They love playing in Mississippi. Yeah, that was 11 o'clock game. The Cowbells weren't up at that time. (laughs) Uh, Shit, they they needed to wake up because they got jumped on from the get-go. Yeah. Um, Jackson Dart, if you have a good game, that's, that's the only avenue. If you have a bad game and you don't get benched, it's time. Ole Miss, start questioning if you did the right this thing by re-signing Lane Kevin. Just throwing that out there. No. Well, even if they bid Jackson Dart, then Sanders comes in. I would, I, I much trust, I trust Spencer Sanders in bigger games than I do Jackson Dart. Um, yeah, possibly. I, I mean, guess, I guess. Uh, I mean, the Big 12 championship, he won the Big 12 championship. Spencer Sanders, he lost it to fucking Baylor. Oh, damn, that's right. He, he did. Choked. My bad. Wrong, wrong, <laughs> wrong thing. My bad. I apologize. He choked I at the one yard Yeah, line. I flipped it. He didn't choke. The guy choked. Oh, they had other opportunities other than that one run, too. I know. I totally flipped that game in my head. I thought, yeah, you're right. Baylor won that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, well. No, then they then then they win the uh, Fiesta Bowl or uh, Oklahoma State. Yeah, maybe, but that's not as big as the Big Twelve Championship where they choked it away when they could have been playing for the national. Championship. I don't think they would have gotten into the national championship. They should have if they would have won that game. Yeah, but I don't think they would have gave it to them. That's mm-hmm. just my theory. But where's the Cotton Bowl? One of the two. I'm, Spencer Sanders has won big games. That's what I'll say. Apparently, he's a better quarterback than Jalen Mil- Milrow in some people's eyes. So oh. I'm not calling no names out. Jackson Dart's apparently a better quarterback, too. But not calling no names out. Jackson Dart stinks. And he hasn't won a big game. <laughs> Ever. Like, this is a big game. And I, if he throws me another dutter, Lane, you got to do something. But uh, Oklahoma plays Iowa State. And it's... That's sneak. That's a classic. That's uh, a classic. Uh, Red River shootout look ahead game. Yeah, and Iowa State plays pretty well at Oklahoma. I do think Iowa State stinks though, but mm-hmm. 
that's the issue. Is yeah. Iowa State's bad. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Oklahoma should just be fine. I don't. They might not cover, but that, I, I think they're looking ahead to the. They're big, already game planning for yeah. Texas. I guarantee you. Yeah, they. This already, Iowa State game, they're just like win. We don't really care. Just win. Let's go. Let's get ready for Dallas. Yep, that's exactly because I bet the grad assistants and other people are already putting tape. I was about to say, I think they Texas. have any tape. They have every single play for Texas already set up. Yeah, for they're them. grinding. They're yeah. grinding through that. Um, one of the ugliest games of the the year. Michigan State goes to Iowa. Awesome. Over under is thirty six and a half. This is nasty. This is ugly. I, hey, last time we had a low number like that, the Iowa State Oklahoma State game, it hit in the first half. Yeah, I know. I'm not touching this game. That's I, Big Twelve football. Though. This is this disgusting. Yeah. On NBC too, which makes it worse. Uh, then you go to your your two primetime games. I guess not really primetime. You're too well. The other big game, I'd say, the biggest game of the week, Notre Dame at Duke. Notre Dame coming off that horrible loss to Ohio State. Why you? Um, so you saw since we did our recap, yeah, since they we had did ten t- men on the field twice, 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 and they called a timeout yeah. before there. Um. Martin. So that makes it three times actually, because they did a play. They stopped them with ten men. They had 10 men on the field, so they called a timeout. Then they still threw out 10 men. Make that make sense. Like, that whole drive from Notre Dame at the end was horrifically bad. Yes. That did not bode well for Freeman. And now you have to go to Durham and, and play this a... this coach is better than you. Mike Elko is a better coach than... Uh, and Mike Elko right now is showing he's a better coach He's than probably Freeman. the coach of the year right now in football. Um, yeah, he's, he's up there. I, he's been very good. Um, Six-point dogs for Duke. This is a dangerous game for Notre Dame. I think I think Riley Leonard's good. Uh, Duke does is very physical. They run the ball a lot. Uh, I do think Sam Hartman plays a better game this week, though. I still don't like their offensive... Uh, System or style? Yeah, the play calls that they yeah. run. I don't like it too much. They don't put the ball in his hands enough. I will say they did not... They ran the ball way more than I anticipated in that game. I'm not surprised because of the NC State game that we watched they were, yeah. uh, before they finally opened it up a little after the rain started. Yeah. Stopped. I'm not that surprised. The running game worked on that long drive, yeah. touchdown drive. It, it worked. worked for the most part, but I feel like yeah, there's there were some moments that they needed to uh, where they needed to air it out. I think the first half they needed to air it out more. Yeah, it was too conservative. Yeah, and that was a problem. And I I do not trust that conservative offensive play caller. No, I, I do not. And I think Notre Dame could be one of the best teams in the nation, but they play so. Like, against Ohio State, they played... Like, Freeman at the beginning was like, let's be aggressive. We're going to be aggressive. You weren't very aggressive. That was very, hey, control the clock. We're going to do things. We're going to control the game, control the clock, win the game. That, that's not aggressive. Aggressive is going in no bad... Going at the weak points. Which I think the secondary is very weak at Ohio State. And you... you Ohio State did obviously show that they're still not very physical on the line. Right, because that drive that... Yeah, two drives. In. Two drives in the second half where they just dominated them. But that that's an Ohio State flaw. You 
you can keep the flaw there, but you could have to show your passive aggressive, being able to pass the ball and be aggressive at moments and keeping them on their toes. And Notre Dame didn't do that. I don't know. I don't think they're going to do it against Duke either. I really wish Notre Dame would have beat Ohio State. Yeah, that would make me feel a lot better about this game. Yeah, um, I do think Duke's the better team though. Mm. I think I think they're better, which is crazy to say after I think Notre Dame was better than Ohio State. Um, I think the quarterback is a toss up. It could go either way. Um, Duke will grind it out. They'll use his legs a lot in this game too. I Riley, think, Riley Leonard's legs. He'll... I think Notre Dame has the better, just a little bit more talent. <clears throat> I do think this game's close because the, just it's one of those things you go out, you play Ohio State, and go on the road to play Duke. That's going to be tough to do because you know who Notre Dame plays after this game too. USC. No, Louisville. Oh, Louisville. <laughs> oh wow, Jesus. it's ridiculous. Jesus, and then they got USC around yeah. that same block area. Wow. Um, right. So, I mean, there's no let up for Duke or Notre Dame. No. They got to win this game. To keep them around in the national championship talk, they win. If they beat Duke, Louisville, and USC, I have no problem putting them in my four. And then they beat Clemson. Even though Clemson's struggling. That's still a great resume. And losing... At one second against Ohio State by your own failures. Yeah. I, they're definitely, that's a playoff team in my mind, but. Well, I think they lose this game anyway. You think they lose this game? Yes. Uh, I think they bounce back. I think it's harder than what it is. I have it on my board. I might take it off now. Uh, just for the simple fact that it's one of those games, you know. I didn't have it on my card, but I'm adding it to yeah. it now. It's just one of those things where, you, no, I'm going to keep it. I'll keep it, but. I'm just, I, I got to back my boy. Riley Leonard, yeah, you know, I feel like, and it'll be a cool game for him too because more people watch Notre Dame than they do Clemson. Yeah, so it's going to be even better for him if I he mean, has a big game. Um, and it's on and, Saturday. We know, I know, it was a standalone game on Monday, so it was the only game on. Yeah, and you know, people are like, oh yeah, I watch it. But when you just saw Duke Clemson, majority majority of those people were like, Clemson's going to win. Yeah, there's no need for yeah. me to watch it. Um, so now that they're ranked and it's on a Saturday prime time. And college game day is going to be there. Like yeah. it gives the incentive of people the the non your non favorite teams and it's six thirty. The casual fans like I want to watch some football at six o'clock. What's the game? And it's on ABC. Oh, it's Duke Notre Dame, and you get the Notre Dame fans coming in to watch it. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think this is a Heisman, Heisman game for him. I think this Heisman is Heisman game. Heisman conversation. I'll say. Gets him into the conversation. Yeah, you win this game. Yeah. Shit, how high does Duke will go if they win this game? Uh, almost top 10. Right. Maybe top 10. So. The other 630 game, uh, Tennessee's trying to get revenge on South Carolina. I. I think Tennessee sucks. I do think Tennessee stinks, but I don't think South Carolina's that good either. And we're not Spencer Rattler writers like and everyone. I, I'm going to mark this off. I had this on my card, but I can't do it. Can't. I cannot go with Spencer Rattler on the road. I was gonna go South Carolina. I was too, but I, I looked. I, that's just a such. I don't know what Vegas gave us in this number. Eleven and a half. It's just South Carolina could just win straight up. I think they actually are probably a, these teams aren't that far off. Uh no, but I just don't like. I'm tired of betting South Carolina every week. It feels like <laughs> I think I haven't missed a week of South Carolina betting. I bet them, I bet against them week one. I, I actually 
I think I've hit every South Carolina bet. Mm, well, shit. Maybe you should bet it there. I don't like the number. I, I'm going to wait. I'll wait till Saturday because that number's going to change for sure. There's no way that number stays at 11 and a half. Like, honestly, for the purposes of the podcast, I don't have it. I will not put it on my card. But by that time at 630. Um, yeah, I'll probably add it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you'll see my Twitter where I add it because that number 11 and a half is going to change. I think it'll go. I think people are still high on Tennessee. It should go down, but I think people are high on Tennessee. You think it's going to go up? No way. I see it being like the lowest. It'll. I think it'll go down to 10 and a half. I think it goes the other way. I think it goes to uh, 13. 12, no and half, 12, 12 and a half. Okay. You got to go down at a point. I got to go up a point. I think more people will be uh, betting South Carolina. No. Okay. Uh, I think the other way. I still think people are believing Joe. I've already said Joe Milton was dead after the Florida game. Mm-hmm. I still think he's dead. I actually, I might just money line South Carolina. There you go. Do that. That'll be a nice little play too. Pay out really well. I might money line them. I'll probably do it Saturday though. Yeah. But I might ride with you on that too. Because I don't think Joe Milton. Like I, as much as we don't like Rattler and we think he's not that good, <laughs> he's better than Joe Milton. And Tennessee doesn't really like Tennessee doesn't have anything that makes me go oh. They're a top 21 team. They don't have the receivers like they used to. No. They, they, Milton just throws a deep ball for well. Cool. He doesn't throw anything intermediate. or Like, if you can, if you throw a bullet 20 yards the same as you throw it 3 yards, you have no touch. You don't know how to do feel. So, I do think South Carolina has a good chance. Yeah, I might go money line too later on. Um, just because I really do not think Tennessee is that good. No, I don't think they're that good this year. I think they should start bringing in the freshmen. I said it after the Florida game. and It'll be next year. They're riding this year out. Next year's the year for Tennessee. Guess, this year is just the right. Get them in there year. already. Like, get them in the system. Get them to play. And get... No, get the red shirt. Well, it doesn't matter anyway. They'll probably leave. But Yeah. Um, oh, ugly game in Virginia Tech. Pitt. Pittsburgh, Virginia Tech. See, look at all these ugly games, man. Pitt, Bob Tech. Ugly game. Uh, That's a rivalry game, isn't it? Black Diamond Bowl? In my Black Diamond, uh-huh. or is that West Virginia? Damn, I mean, it's probably is a rivalry though. Uh, yeah, we're a sneaky good th- uh, seven o'clock game on the ESPN two. West Virginia TCU, yeah, TCU's twelve and a half point favorites over under fifty two. Uh, I'll say this: I like I said the week before. I think just because they lost Colorado, everybody just thinks TCU's bad. I think TCU's good. I think what. Oh, no, it's not plugged in. Oh my God, because I was like looking at it, I was like, the dots, no, no. We're fine, we're fine, relax. We're fine, we're fine. Um, I still think TCU's a good team. I think... Yeah, that's the thing, like like we said last week. Yeah, big I, still on think, TCU. I still think TCU could be a top 25 team. Uh, West Virginia won the last two games at home. They're not the different team from home on the road. Man, uh, I would I would like to say screw Vegas because they kept giving me that fifty five numbers for these uh, West Virginia Big Twelve kind of games, and now they dropped it to fifty two. So screw them for that because I told them I would take the unders if they keep giving me the fifty five numbers in these games. Well, they they learned that the defense is good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fuck them for learning that because now I can't take it. Uh, CCU, like I'm a big. <laughs> I've always been, always been a uh, Chandler Morris guy. Looks really good. He's kind of men zealous. He's kind of he kind of just goes off the cliff of 
I gotta do Run my around. Own thing. Yeah. And that's they it's lost fun. to Colorado because of that. Mm-hmm. He's fun to watch though. Fun to watch. West Virginia's uh like I said, I don't know if they could win on the road. Yeah, I, I thought say, they're just not a road team. Morgantown's different than Yeah. Know. Well there's a different West Virginia team on the at home than there is on the road. But I if Neil Brown wins this, does that mean that he's officially off the hot seat though? I mean if he wins this. If he wins this, does that he off? Not only he well He's got to get bowl eligible. I'll say that. If he gets bowl eligible, I think the seat gets a little cooler. And now, if they win this game, he'll be up for coach of the. Oh, he's in the discussion. No he's in the discussion for coach of the year for me. Oh, well, that's wild. It's not wild. He, I thought he should be fired last year. Once I told you West Virginia. Well, it's still early, but I was yeah. big on West Virginia with the talent they kept coming back on their offensive line and their running uh, Donaldson at running back. I'll say this: it was more shocking that they beat the fact that Pitt's Look. as bad as like the two teams that they beat, Pitt and Tech, are worse than what anticipated. Right, I think they're yeah, exactly, and that's the problem is yeah. that they are not as good as what people thought coming in, especially yeah. me coming into the year. Now TCU. It, Still good. They don't have the that many injuries. I I think TCU wins this game easily. I agree. I agree one hundred percent with that. It's just a, a, a game three and one three and one matchup. You know, seven o'clock, uh, eight o'clock. Alabama goes to Starksville. Plays Mississippi State. Fourteen and a half. Mississippi State stinks. They are bad. They're horrible. All that talent coming back. That's yeah. all I heard all off season. They have a bunch of talent coming back. I, I said they have talent coming back, and I did say that. That majority of the team, their offense is horrifically bad to watch. Will Rogers is bad. Yeah. He is bad. I think they struggle scoring points against Bama. Bama, and like we said, Mississippi State doesn't have home field advantage, really, yeah. because it's not great. And it's 8 o'clock. Good God. I've seen Bama go in there and murder him multiple yeah. times. I, I don't think I've had one Mississippi State game feel close against Bama. Bama? Yeah. No, I don't remember it. Um People over-exaggerated how bad Bama was against South, South Florida. Uh, I think Bama's good still. Bama didn't look great against Ole Miss. No, to, like, it, to be honest, like Milrow threw that awful interception in the corner of the end zone where yeah. he had somebody open and fucking threw it to somebody else instead in that corner. Um, but Bama's, like, from what we've seen, is oh, kind Bama's of a... better than Mississippi State in... They'll be fine in this game. Mississippi State stinks. It's uh, kind of a get back, get right game for Bama. Yeah. The Ole Miss one was a big game. Now they play Mississippi State. It's not as big, and they can they pretty much second home. Yeah. They probably scored in the past. God, it's been murderish. It's been bad. It's been really bad. Um, then the nine o'clock game. I mean, Washington goes down to Tucson, Arizona. Arizona. It's a red out. Uh, red, red out. out, red out, red out, and All right. that's how that red out is going to be bad. Hey, in the desert, this is where Heisman hopes come uh, go to die. It's only on a Thursday night. Uh, you needed this Thursday. Yeah, uh, Arizona is a plus eighteen point dog over under sixty seven and a half. Uh, I haven't Washington. I have no. I'm hoping for a competitive game, but right now this offense that Washington has thrown out this every week. It's like a it's a bullet that nobody can stop. I was gonna say it's like uh the old dude from um, Terminator Two. Oh yeah, the what's, villain. Yeah, what's the oh. what was the model number T uh whatever it is. That's who they're like. Isn't it T two? 
Is it T? Now that's the title of the movie, Terminator Two. But I don't know if that's the prototype of that uh, robot that he was. Because isn't Arnold Schwarzenegger the original? Yes, but so, I don't know what the model the number, number is, is on that shit. Yeah, yeah but Robert Patterson, pretty or not Robert Patterson. Patterson. Uh, uh, it is Patterson something though, isn't it? I don't know the actor's name. Yeah, the actor's name. Yeah, X Files. It's just well replaced uh, David Duchovny for a little bit. Um, I don't know how Arizona's going to stop that offense. Uh, Nobody knows until you do it. You, you I, can do it. We can't stop the run. Uh, they don't like running the ball. That's a good thing. They ran against Cal last week. And if you could get... If if Washington just gets a little... Sm- if they get 100 yards on running, that's 500 passing yards. Or, oh, yeah. You, it, it, the equivalent because it keeps them balanced. Like, if they get 100 yards rushing... That defense then has to stay balanced, and then it forces you not to play coverage against them. And if you're fucked with the receivers, they have to yeah. make plays and all day. There's not one receiver that doesn't make any amazing catch, any jumping catch, any route running route for Washington. Washington right now is a offensive juggernaut. Yes. That you're just trying to hope they make their own mistakes. Do, 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 do. And that's pretty much what happened last year. Panics made the mistakes at UCLA, and the defense wasn't. The defense is a lot better than it was last year. Mm-hmm. And you have to hope Penix makes the mistakes for you. And right now he's not. Arizona has a better quarterback than they would have had if they uh, played this game last week, though. Dolores. No, Dolores probably going to start. No, he isn't. Uh, they're que- he's questionable. Yeah, Dolores is not starting this game. The quarterback, what's his name that you had come oh, in to Fida, replace him? Fafia or whatever, Fafida. He plays within the system, looked really good. Ride you back that against was, Stanford. That was, that, was, that was one drive. He gets a whole week of practice now. He's about to. Light it up. You guys are going to straight up pull off a miracle in the desert and people will be freaking out that Washington finally lost the game. Shit happens wild in the desert. So can't wait to enjoy this game on the Pac-12 network. Great, great job. Great job. ESPN, this can't be your Pac-12 at night after dark. Like they they wanted to throw this to the shit 12. Nobody's going to watch this game either. No. You can't even watch it. No, that's why this is going to be a close game because... No one will watch it, and then late night people will be looking for a game to watch. They'll be like, oh, Arizona's winning? Oh, late night Pac-12 shit happening after dark? It's going to be great. Gonna, you're going to be so pumped. You're going to beat Washington. It's going to be... I'm going to watch it. I'm not expecting much. Red out. I'm hoping we can win. Doesn't Yost need a big win? Huh? Ned Yost needs a big win, right? You mean Jeb Fish? Jeb Fish. Who am I saying Ned Yost for? I feel for some reason you're talking about the Alabama head coach for basketball, Nate Oates. Nate Oates? No, Ned Yost is somebody else, too. I don't know. Jeb Fish. Uh, he's not going to get it here. Not going to storm the field? See, this is why, like, this is a season where upsets happen. It's right around here. You think everything's just going to go chalk the whole way? No. This is not a chalk week. Michigan on the road. Georgia on the road. Washington on the road. Who else we got on the road? That's about it. In the top... I, I'm not saying it's going to be chalk, but like... So one of these teams is going out. What What do you think the chances are one of the teams going down? Washington, Michigan, Georgia. They all just got a straight-up win? Or none of the games are going to be close at least? I think they'll be close. I think Nebraska is going to be closer than... Uh, than out of all of them, you're going the Nebraska one being close? Uh, no way. I say you guys in Washington. Spread-wise, we have a shot. If you're doing gambling wise, I, I'd probably get bank on us. On the money line picks out of the three, well, if you I, if you I, had to pick a money line on the three picks, Auburn, 
I go us because our offense is better than all three of okay. the other two. Okay. But I, that's the only reason why. Okay. But I think um, anybody that's bold out there, take a shot on a money line pick on either Auburn, Washington, or Nebraska. Right. Why not? Have some fun. Gambling's supposed to be fun. Have some fun. Root for an underdog. Feel like an idiot when they're getting blown out in the second quarter, but you know what? Yeah. Have some fun with it. Um, you ready to get in your gambling picks? Gambling. Uh, oh, great transition to where I'm under 500 for a reason. Yeah, the gambling time. Right. You want me to go first since my card's a little bit lower? Um. Either way, that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, since well, I guess you have the better record, so the yeah. one with the better record goes first, right? I'm 35, 32, and two. Nice. Um. We'll start off with uh, a little, I think this is Friday night. I got Louisville, minus three. I have... Make sure you say the opponent. They're playing NC State. Okay. Whatever. I have Utah covering the three against Oregon State. Mm. I have in parentheses Mm. Cam Rising. Okay. But I've, I'm just going to roll with it, even if he doesn't play. Okay. Uh, I have BYU plus two. I don't... Going back to that Oregon State-Utah game very quick, weren't you the one giving me the spiel on how good Oregon State is, and then you're not even taking them at home? I, you gave me that spiel last week on the podcast. I, I said Oregon State should, is probably going to win at home, but once they gave Oregon State the actual favorite to win, you, you got to flip it. Okay. All right. Uh, I got BYU plus two. I don't think they're going to lose at home. Um, I have Syracuse plus six and a half. Um, I have the A&M Arkansas over 54 and a half. I have Arkansas State money line over UMass. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't think UMass should be favored. Well, it's, a, it's a one point spread anyway, so yeah. okay. But I don't think UMass should be favored at any time in their life. Yeah. I have the over 62 in the Texas-Kansas game. Mm. Well, don't trust the defense, huh? I just think... I've been telling you the past three weeks, and you just don't trust the defense. All right. have to see it to believe it. I have Georgia, 14 and a half. I have Mizzou, 13 and a half. Oh, Georgia over Auburn. Right. And then I have uh, Mizzou, minus 13 and a half over Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, there's no Didn't they backdoor cover against Kentucky last week? I think they did. Well... They don't care. Okay. They ain't Vanderbilt. It's 3 o'clock. This is the game when you bet on Missouri and then you talk shit about them for not covering because you'd be like, fuck your Missouri team and fuck Brady Cook. It's 3 this o'clock. Is the game. It's 3 o'clock. Is this the first time you bet on Missouri in two years? No, I bet on them last year. I guess who? I don't know. You hated them. I do, yeah, because I bet on them and they didn't cover. Uh, this is a 3 o'clock game in Nashville, Tennessee. There's not a soul going to be there. Mizzou fans will have a nice trip in yeah, Nashville. Yeah, Mizzou fans are going to be there, but... There's not a soul in that stadium. Man, great uh, traveling uh, for Missouri in the back-to-back games. They got to go to St. Louis. Now they get to go to Nashville. They're just hitting up nice little Midwestern cities. Uh, Uh, Southern, I don't know. You consider Midwestern Southern. I got Georgia State minus one. Georgia State minus one? Yeah, Georgia State over Troy. Okay. Um, I have... I, I'm going to switch. I had Tennessee minus 11 and a half because <laughs> I didn't trust Rattler. But the more I talked about how much I think Joe Milton's dead, I'm going to go South Carolina. With money the line. money line? Yeah. Nice. I'll throw it on my card. I have Notre Dame minus six. 
Okay. I I'm just gonna leave it on there. I question it now, but I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna back out of it. Uh, yeah. Bama minus fourteen and a half. Is this? Uh, hold on. Do we consider this Duke Notre Dame game a big game? Yeah. So Sam Hartman's gonna lose. He loses big okay. games. Uh, I have Bama minus fourteen and a half. Don't let me down, Bama. Pretty much, it's all I'm gonna say. I don't Mississippi State's got awful. All that good stuff. And my last one, and it's a tried tradition. Fresno State minus 24 and a half. They're, um, they're, I'm going to ride them until you can't ride them no more. Yeah. They're they are, late night ones they always cover. Yeah, they cover everything. Yeah, very true. They've been covering everything this year. They have. So why not keep it going? It's a 4-0 team against an 0-4 team. That makes me nervous right and, off the gamble. Well, and it's at home. They're great at home. That's true. Oh, uh, Okay, wow. Shallow card, shallow card for you. Uh, I'll probably add some more during the Saturday slate, but okay, that's fine. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so awful week for me last week. Put me below five hundred. Unfortunately, I'm thirty, thirty-two, and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't sound so happy about it. Fuck you. Had a good week last week. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um, plays of the week. I got Temple and Tulsa under fifty-five and a half. Um, for some reason, I don't know. <laughs> Just, just feeling it. Jacksonville State over Sam Houston. Um, give me the six and a half. Uh, hopefully Rich Rod doesn't Rod. let me down. Uh, got OSU. Oregon State. Oregon State with the minus three. Uh, got BYU. Plus two. Give me money line then if it's two. That's my uh, picks on the weekdays. Hopefully I do well on those to get me to... Saturday at 11. Got Kentucky money line against Florida. Talked about it earlier. Um, I have Arkansas six and a half, but I'm going to add the over to that also. So I'll probably have two plays on that. Actually, let me write that down right quick. Um, give me a Raging Cajuns plus 11 on the road against Minnesota. It's one of my gambling rules. Fucking Temple didn't work out last week, but Minnesota double-digit favorites. I don't. I don't like betting them. Um, so give me Louisiana. Give me Boston College over uh, Virginia. Ah, oh, you threw in this shake ball. Yeah, I got to go back to back to what I know. Uh, Boston College's quarterback is actually all right. Virginia fucking sucks though. Um, so give me that. Uh, Cal minus 12 and a half over Arizona State. I think Arizona State's coming down off that kind of close game against USC. They busted out a bunch of tricks. Um, Justin Wilcox will have the tape on it now. Shut this shit down. Fucking easy cover. Um, Arkansas State riding with you over UMass. UMass shouldn't be favored over anyone. We saw that last week against New Mexico. Yeah. Um, give me Texas Tech minus eight against Houston. Eight and a half. And a half. Fine. Give me the hook on that too. Um, Houston's awful. Like I've said all year, Dana Hogerson doesn't give a fuck. I still believe Tech and Joey McGuire will find a way to bounce back. Um, give me ODU, Old Dominion against, uh, plus 14 against Marshall. Uh, Marshall... Just played a rivalry game. I didn't really see anything special to where they should be 14-point favorites on the, at home. Um, so, random one. LSU Ole Miss, under 67. Keep betting these LSU unders. I'm like one and one, I think. I really do believe Ole Miss's defense is actually kind of good. Uh, give me a Georgia two-step. Georgia combo. combo Georgia Southern, six and a half against Coastal Carolina. Uh 
Tim Beck fucking he sucks as a head coach, so just give me that out of respect on that. And Georgia State um, over Troy. I, that Thursday night game against Coastal Carolina, like their offense a lot. Um, think they could score in Troy. Um, knock that off. TCU minus 12 and a half. Right in with you on that. Um, and then Bama 14 and a half. Zona plus 18. Got that on there too. And then I did add two more to my card when we were doing the podcast. I have Syracuse plus six and a half. And also to round it out, Duke plus six. All right. So, hopefully do better this time than last week. I'm feeling confident. We'll see how Thursday goes, though. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to do it for the uh, college football week five preview. A little bit longer than usual, but. A lot to get into, man. Last week was big. Yeah. Got a whole bunch of shit going on. Oh, shit. Next week's probably be uh, late because we'll, I don't want to talk about the OU Texas game too much. Yeah, we have to get through this week. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys. Oh, yeah. You're going to. Well, whenever it's confirmed, yeah. it'll be the surprise and shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, see you guys for the NFL one and see you guys in, for the recap. Yeah, on Saturday night. Yes. Well, we'll, shit. We'll be watching the Washington Arizona game probably. Yeah. Later. Later.